time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 152, Level Up Your Health for 2021, Three Pillars of Support. You know, in order to step into our true radiant power, your body and mind need to be able to handle more energy. We have to recalibrate our internal GPS with practices that help us bring up our capacity or our ability to move more with vitality and breathe through our whole being. You know, we create more balanced energy, which gives us more clarity, a better mood, a stronger immunity, and it makes it easier to sustain a meditation practice. Today, I'd like to talk about radiance and the three pillars. This all comes from my new book, Return to Radiance, a 21-day transformation to vitality. In order to achieve top-notch physical, emotional, mental well-being, and actually the ability to utilize the full potential of our mind, Three factors need to be put into place, into a systematic framework. You know, there are three equally important pillars of wellness, which are all needed to achieve that energetic and vital state of mental wholeness and balance. In other terms, I call radiance. And their diet and nutrition, I'm putting that as one category, sleep and stressless lifestyle. When all of these are in alignment, these pillars of wellness support our ability to learn and comprehend, process and retain knowledge, and also nourish our memory and recall. These are three qualities that are very, very equally important to being radiant. So keeping your mind-body matrix in balance supports these traits. So when I look at diet and nutrition, well, we use the formulations, of course, that are in food and the meals that we prepared, but we use herbs and other dietary protocols for our particular physical and mental constitution. That enhances our learning, our retention and recall, and also herbs and foods to promote the coordination among those three factors that I spoke about. You know, food and nutrition provide powerful nourishment, not only for the body, but for the brain also, and it feeds our mind. There are individual herbs and supplements and foods that do promote a healthy body and mind, but they must be used in synergy with other nutrients as well as diet and nutritional factors. And when done skillfully, a sound diet and nutrition plan will help boost resilience and it'll help boost the resistance to stress. And they're ideal, and I talk about them in the book, especially for those individuals with high-stress jobs or living in an environment that's stressful who need to be at a peak, peak time of their life, you know, and most of us do, for their mental potential to really take off on a consistent basis. Diet and nutrition, the point is, is very important. And it's, you know, meal planning and Really nourishing yourself from the inside out is what's very important. And don't think that food is just for the outside. The proper foods that we choose will affect the consciousness in a very deep and great way. The next pillar is quality sleep. 
sleep versus rest. And I always talk about that. When we have quality sleep, we're talking about a restful state that purifies our body on a physical level as well as on a mental level and is performance enhancing. Lack of sleep quality or quality of sleep is a modern plague. We all have it. Alongside of diet and lifestyle, quality of sleep is fundamental pillar of wellness. Optimal physical and mental energy and vitality is not possible if all these three pillars are not met. And I'll talk about lifestyle in a minute, but we're talking about sleep now. So we talk about getting eight hours of sleep, but that's less important than the quality of sleep, which occurs when our mind is totally disconnected from the senses. Quality sleep recharges and rejuvenates the mind, improving both short-term and long-term memory and mental, our mental powers. How much and how little you need is an individual matter. You have to go by what your body and mind tell you. Not everybody needs as much sleep. The more thinking you do in a distracted way, the more sleep you're going to need. That I can attest to. The more you're working and reclaiming your mind, right? Bring your mind inward that I talk about in our meditation and our returning to radiance. The more we bring our mind inward and we bring it home where it's not on the outside, you know, just distracted and trying to figure things out, the less we get tired so we have more energy and more stamina. So keep that in mind. And the third pillar I call is de-stress. And we do that regularly with meditation. You know, we live in challenging times. Stress and anxiety can slow or inhibit mental performance. A calm mind, serene in its equilibrium, gives you superior focus, attention span, retention of knowledge, and problem-solving ability. Control stress before it becomes severe because stress can damage or destroy brain cells. And there are many prescription pills for anxiety, but they do have some side effects and can further erode our mental performance. Planning tasks ahead and managing timelines is also very important. And, you know, we're, we're, we're in lockdown since, you know, quite a while now. So we're not running around as much, but we do need to take occasional short breaks you know, because periods, we have real intensity happening right now. So maintaining a healthy balance between your work and your relaxation can help. Meditation, practicing once or twice a day for 10 to 20 minutes has been shown to be extremely effective for managing stress. And it's wonderful. We just completed an eight webinar series uh, with our healthcare providers, and we had a wonderful time practicing uh, sometimes once a week, sometimes twice a week together. So that's important to have a group if you'd like, and we will be offering in 2021 weekly classes for the groups of people that want to participate with group alignment and group community meditation. Some key points to keep in mind when we design a personal practice that's for you. Remember, we're doing a personal practice, a personal healing practice, actually, that's for you. We want to have stability and comfort in mind. That's very, very important. We're always looking for when we stability and comfort. When we have stability and comfort is when you really trust yourself. When we have those two together, we could never be depressed, anxious, or unhappy. These are the keys to creating a personal healing practice that will give you access to your own healing force that dwells right within you. 
that mixture is already within you. And what we teach in meditation and now the return to radiance is how you could actually access that. You have it. Nobody's going to give it to you on the outside. But if you learn a systematic way to access that, you'll, you'll see a wonderful feeling and you'll have that stability and trust. You'll have self-trust because you'll be able to rely on yourself. We learn to be consistent because consistency helps with our healing and our healing force to ignite and keep it flowing. Consistency is the key to seeing results. That's why we're going to be coming up. And I believe I'm going to be doing it in February. I just had some uh, meetings that uh, I'm going to be doing that where I'll do a 21 day practice a 21 day return to radiance with 21 meditations, 21 wellness tips, and it'll be 21 days. And I'm going to offer that to our community and the communities outside of us. Anyone who wants to participate will be doing that as just a way to serve uh, the community through the center of meditation. So as I always say to you, do your research and see what works for you. Again, in my new book, Return to Radiance, I do give a program that will support you on the path of transformation. That systematic program with the foundation skills you need. And that's what's essential if we want to move forward from where we are to where we want to be. And if you'd like to meet with me to discuss your wants, let me know. Pass on the podcast if you think anybody would benefit. I'd love you to do that and it would help the community. And if you're going to take the 21 day series that I'm going to be doing the course in February, you should have the book because I'll be picking up things from the book and showing you how to use it on a daily basis. And we'll do that together. So visit the center and you can go to susantaylor.org. And if you want to know about the 21 day and sign up for that 21 day series that's coming, you can just go to susantaylor.org, click on events, and it'll be there. And there'll be just a little sign up, put your email there. And when it is ready to launch, you will be the first to know. And I'll be happy to do that. Keep that in mind. You can visit the center, you can buy the book, and you can pass on the podcast. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And if you'd like to be notified weekly for new podcasts, please subscribe. The Susan Taylor podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And also on SusanTaylor.org, where you can click on the podcast to subscribe. And again, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, please don't hesitate. Contact me and I will either personally write you back or I'll create a little podcast episode for you to answer your questions. And again, thanks for listening. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.